The hosts, Rob Velazzi and Jason Dominique, and their guests are not financial advisors unless otherwise disclaimed. The content on Today at Ember is for educational and entertainment purposes only and merely cite their own personal opinions. Know that all investments involve some form of risk. Please work with an investment professional. And now, on to today's episode with Today at Ember. All right. Welcome, everyone, to this uh, other episode of Today at Ember. Uh, This is episode 11. This is a big one. I think a lot of people have been waiting for it. And we have Eli, which is our chief operating officer. We've been trying to get him on the show for quite some time for the staking. Hello, hello. Yeah. So uh, pretty exciting. Yeah. Pretty exciting stuff indeed. Yeah. And so there's myself as well, which I'm um, head of strategy. And this is a show that streams live on pretty much every platform uh, right now. So you can catch us uh, live on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you want to have all those schedules and everything, you can find them on Join Ember. So uh, join embr.com. And uh, more update on this domain a little bit later. But um, yeah, we're in the final steps of changing our home and moving places. So um, to get it back to uh, our main subject of this show staking. So this has been something heavily requested, not only in terms of you know a service that we could offer, but people have been asking so much question about it. And you know, Eli has been feeling the pressure, right? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Almost every day. Because questions that you guys ask our community success team, they go directly to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy that uh, I can throw some weight off my shoulders today. <laughs> yeah. So if we just go back in general for because I've been seeing you know some people asking what's so great about staking? Why are people so excited about this? And so in general, you know, in layman's term, Eli, if you could just explain us like what's the purpose of staking and how is it? going to be beneficial for our project and for you know the people in our community? Well, long story short, mainly projects you stake in. I mean, mainly chains you stake in. So you know about that modal proof of stake, and this is where staking is used. But since we're not a blockchain, um, we're not a validator, so staking can be used as just a way of gaining some passive income. So just like in a bank, you go to a bank, you deposit a certain amount, and you gain a certain rate of interest. And you earn passive income by just locking your funds up. That is how it works. But generally speaking, when people know about staking, they probably potentially interacted with that sort of passive way of earning uh, reward or tokens, maybe on a DEX or an exchange. And ultimately, I think the goal in those scenarios are really like centered specifically on, on the individuals that stake because that's a business model for them. That's basically you know what how their business operates. It's really part of what they do. But 
in our case, this is not what you know we're about. You know, we we do staking, but this is a one-off thing, right? Yeah, this is a one-off thing. So we're not like completely a fintech project with a lot of options. So you can trade derivatives and other very, very complex things. Yeah, fintech like protocols, they're mainly called, they, they all do that. But in our case, staking is um, ensuring that the total circulating supply doesn't go to the market right away. So it helps um, projects like us, like Ember, stabilize the price and mitigate these fluctuations of the market, so the market movements. Yeah, and this is very handy for us and for any other project that wants to implement staking. So it incentivizes people to hold their tokens to gain passive income and also stabilizes the price. And um, it allows organically release tokens to the market without affecting the price too heavily. But let's say hypothetically that we hadn't planned for, and for those that are aware about our tokenomics, the distribution in there, there is a huge, and when I say huge, it's massive the amount of allocated you know, rewards that we've put aside specifically for staking. So what does it mean? And does it have sort of a, an expiry date or a finite amount? Or you know, what does it mean in terms of or for the community? And- uh, yeah, there is a finite amount. So we have allocated 44.78% of the total supply. Jeez, that's huge. Yeah, <laughs> for, for the staking half. rewards. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's almost a half. And yeah, as I, as I said before, this model of staking will allow to organically grow to the full, cir- full circulating supply. So right now, these tokens are locked in the vault, in the vault contract. So nobody can access them at all. So, but we obviously want to make the market more, more live, so to say. Oh, yeah. Get things moving and have more circulation. I think this is also yeah. what you're yeah, implying. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but also with circulation, we're also going to have stability. Because where I wanted to get to, I think, is without such a huge amount of allocated token for the stake and rewards... I mean, any project would have, and especially if you look at recently with how the market has been behaving, it's in full swing. Uh, some days it's really high, some days it's really low. But ultimately, what we've been able to notice, it's been quite stable, even though you know Ember hasn't been skyrocketing, obviously, because we're just a very early project and we're about to release our, our products. But... I think it's easy to say that if we hadn't planned for not only the massive liquidity pool that we've put aside, but also, yeah, exactly. Well, that's number one why you know the price hasn't been fluctuating so much and it's been quite stable. But going forward, this staking when you know there's going to be bigger purchases. You know, some people are going to be taking bigger profits. The movements are going to be way more significant than they've been so far. And I think the the purpose of having such a huge amount of locked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, basically, Ember will incentivize staking not only principal tokens, so not only Ember tokens, but also LP tokens. So this incentivizes probably all of you guys know that. 
there are a lot of, like a pretty huge community um, of so-called liquidity farmers. And those guys are very, very, very rich. So they have a lot of money and they're interested in very high return rates. So that's why we have this huge pool of tokens ready to be earned through staking. And we've seen such sort of strategy with high APYs from, I mean, we're not going to compare ourselves with, with that strategy, nor the, the intentions and the size of the, the actual move. But, you know, if you look at when SushiSwap began, their strategy was purely incentive driven based on extremely high APYs to basically tap into greed. To drain the biggest liquidity providers from Uniswap to SushiSwap. That's to why they called it uh, to them a, a the vampire. vampire attack. Exactly. Yeah. So they just drained it. And obviously, this is not our strategy, but we want to, it's not even a long term uh, product. So for us, it wouldn't make sense to have this type of strategy. But even if it's not long term, we still want and it will be extremely attractive for people that are greedy. I mean, at the end of the day, that's the point of staking. You know, you you get something out of it because there's yeah. no real utility for the individual other than getting rewards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, getting rewards, making money just Which by is a good thing. I mean, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. But um, yeah, I mean, that's what staking is about, you know, uh, giving people the opportunity. This is an exchange of service. You know, you guys come in, you stake, and this is where maybe you can explain what's the difference between just staking Amber versus staking even you, Eli. You know, you brought me up to speed with like the differences of these two approaches. And I think it's worth digging a little bit deeper into those two uh, options. Yeah, even maybe someone doesn't know like what what is to be a liquidity provider. Yeah, you can be a liquidity provider within like one hundred dollars. Yeah, basically any amount. So um, we will have two mechanisms: staking just Amber tokens and staking LP tokens. LP tokens is something that you get by providing liquidity. So the system knows that you have provided this and this amount. You get LP tokens. The system is the smart contract. Yeah, said. yeah, smart contracts on blockchain. Yeah, if you provide liquidity to PancakeSwap, you get LP tokens in exchange. So this is how it works. <laughs> so by 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 locking liquidity, for example, when you launch a project, you lock these LP tokens. So can you just, uh, I understand we're just really breaking it down because I know a lot of people will have question on what's going to be sort of the steps, you know, and what does it mean getting an LP token? Where, where's that? You know, what can I do with that? Like, where does it stay? Uh, you know, all those type of questions. So can you just run us through sort of your typical sort of, let's say someone starts from scratch, he has no Ember token. What does he do? So our main trading pair is uh, Ember BNB. The initial liquidity pool of Ember token was pulled against BNB. So we, we have taken equal amounts in terms of price of BNB and Ember tokens, mm -hmm. put them together and pulled as a liquidity. So if somebody start is, starts from scratch, you have some BNB, you buy some Ember tokens, so you have pretty much like a pair. 
a currency pair. So you go, for example, on PancakeSwap, I mean, the biggest overall exchange, decentralized exchange on BSC, and you basically click provide liquidity. You get LP tokens in exchange, and you can stake these um, LP tokens on our website. Simple as that. And um, by doing so, you help the project and also get a high reward rate. But is this going to be the flow? Um, I mean, we're not expecting our investors to go on PancakeSwap to get LP tokens. Well, this is how you provide liquidity. Uh, there is no way around that. Okay. Getting uh, questions from, from YouTube, which people are asking what about uh, LP pairs. And we've mentioned that, right? Yeah. BNB Ember. Yeah. Okay. If that's the question, it's, it's hard uh, to judge. Uh, yeah. But okay. yeah, let's go through the questions uh, at the end of it, just to keep it going, right? Yes, keep the conversation course. going. And we can ask the questions a little bit after. Yeah. So essentially, someone starts from scratch. He wants to get like LP token. He goes to PancakeSwap. He contributes um, liquidity in our pool. What he gets in exchange are LP token for the Ember liquidity. And these tokens, they're in his wallet. Yeah, yeah. He, he owns those two LP tokens. So he stakes uh, those tokens in our staking smart contract, picks the staking profile. We'll have a few with different APYs. So obviously, the biggest APY will be for the longest duration. So the longer the duration is, uh, higher the reward is. And this is like the whole point, just like in a bank. If you deposit your funds like for five years, you get one interest rate, get more. Which is our goal. You know, we want to incentivize as much as possible, you know, stability for the longest period of time. So whoever's willing to stake them for a longer period will essentially get the highest reward. But the follow-up question on this would be, well, you know, if someone decides hypothetically that he goes for one year, he wants to get the highest APY, which don't worry, we're going to get to those numbers, but just trying to break down you know, the mechanism and what's possible, what's not possible. Let's say he's halfway through, he wants to withdraw. Is that possible? Just like in a bank, no. So you choose the period of time that you want to stake. I mean, if people would be able to withdraw their stake tokens, I mean, there wouldn't be too much sense in that. In our case, for some projects, there is sense like PancakeSwap because the volume there is absolutely insane and token has both deflationary and inflationary mechanisms, so it doesn't make too much of an impact. But for in our case, there is no sense in um, having this ability. So you pick the period of time, like let's say one week or two weeks or one month, and yeah, your tokens are locked up. You cannot withdraw the LP token is locked. Yes, or just a regular. The, the mechanism is, all the, is the same for both. But what I mean is that, because there's two user flows in the sense that there's the one for the LP stake-in, which you have to go through PancakeSwap, get your LP token, and then come back and then stake that LP token, uh, which normally that stake-in, where does it happen? On our website. You just you just sit I there. Know. Everything, I, I everything know, but is people there. don't know. That's why I'm I'm trying to lead to 
because people are going to be asking those questions. Obviously, we know, but we're just trying to walk people through these steps. Yeah, everything um, is going to be there all in one place. And actually, people will be able, not, not yet, but yeah, they will be able to stake in multiple options. So, for example, somebody wants to stake for one year, for two weeks, for one week, and for two months. Everything is possible at the same time. This amount goes here to this staking profile, and that amount goes there. But yeah, you can withdraw the tokens, both the rewards and both the initial tokens, only after the lockup period is, uh, is done. But if you decide to keep the tokens going, you can withdraw the rewards and leave the initial staked tokens there. So the rewards are still going. Okay, good stuff. I mean, we're just trying to get ahead of the curve because I know a lot of people in our community are going to be asking huge amounts of questions and we're trying to uh, you know, get them out of the way before. Now, if we get on to the actual when APY and you know, uh, how much is the actual potential reward, Obviously, the staking of the LP token is the one that will reward people the most. But if they're just going to be staking their Ember token, what does it look like? So if people will be staking just the Ember token, the APY for the maximum lockup period, which will be one year or 52 weeks, here are some numbers. So 52 weeks would be the maximum uh, duration that people will be able to stake for. And the APY just for Ember tokens will be 47.1%. So you stake 1,000 Ember tokens. After one year, you get 1,471, almost 1.5K. But if you stake LP tokens, the APY for Ember tokens is 110%. So you get the double. That's the number people have been waiting for. Yeah, this is the maximum duration. Well, well, well. So I guess people are going to be pretty pleased. And uh, I think what's important to add on top of this is obviously there's, just like you've been mentioning, you know, people can decide a duration. I mean, we don't expect maybe people to go out of the gate and choose, you know, one year straight up. We know a lot of people are going to try maybe a couple of weeks. Obviously, you're going to see everything's fine. There's, you know, the rewards, they magically appear. Uh, and at that point, they'll probably want to compound that amount. So they'll take the rewards plus their actual, uh, you know, stake in amount and they'll stake it again. So ultimately, I think the next question is, and I'm sure everybody's been sort of asking this question, and this is where we want to give people you know, a great Christmas gift because... Staking will be available before the next vesting schedule. So before the next token release, staking will be available. So that means that it's going to be available before Christmas. Everybody's going to be able to stake their next, basically, release of token and earn passive income on it, which is a great thing. I think, you know, at the end of the day, the opportunity, and I mean, I know a lot of people will be asking, so what's going to happen with the value of the token? The value of the token will move with the market as well. So if you know the token goes 5x, 10x, or 100x, 
you know, staking your token doesn't prevent it from being affected by the increase of, of value and worth. So essentially, instead of just holding because you believe in the project, that's, you know, might as well stake it, you know, because staking it will provide not only better stability for the project you believe in, but ultimately you'll get something in exchange for it, which is a win-win for everyone. And as Eli was saying, you know, everything is going to be on our website. As you know, we're developing Web3 interface, crazy contracts. We've mentioned this many, many times, but I think there's six smart contracts in this. Yes, six smart contracts. Yeah. And you've mentioned before that there are oracles in there from Chainlink. Oh, okay. um, yeah, can you yeah, give yeah. us a little bit of insight in, into the technical, even though I know you're not a Solidity developer and we had someone that developed it, but you're more aware about the staking because you've been spearheading this for the past two months, I think, uh, you know, day in, day out, you know, talking with the token economists, making sure that these APYs, you know, we didn't come up with these numbers randomly. Yeah, there is actually a mathematical model. So, um, yeah. Give us some some insights in, into like, what's like, how has this been challenged and how is it sustainable, like our approach? Basically, how do you calculate the APYs and everything else? Oh, I guess it's without it's, it's going a bit, too much it's into bit, details. It's a, but it's what a I bit mean too is, complex. But what I mean is that the, these models have been challenged to make sure that, in regards to, we have enough as as we as we are not a deflationary or inflationary token. We need to make sure that we have enough rewards in our pool to to basically go over. I think all the way to two cycles, I think. Two cycles of one year of staking. If someone wants to go back to back, there's enough rewards to go for two years. Now, also, I think one point that is super important to let people know is these opportunities for high APY, they're not going to be open for a long time. Like If someone wants to come in and get these advantages and these high interests of APY, I mean, they need to sort of make their mind in the next couple of months because afterwards, they're just not going to be available anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. After a certain period of time, when our circulating supply, uh, it's like maximum, so 300 million, yeah, there will be no more staking rewards. I mean, some things can be changed later down the road. Who knows? But right now, yeah, after a few years, staking will not be available because... Once again, we are not like a fintech company. Uh, our token has a finite supply. So yeah. Awesome. So stake while you can. <laughs> so um, this is really exciting. I think uh, hopefully, I don't know what's the, the, um, the feeling in our communities and uh, our socials, but... Um, I see a lot of questions, a lot <laughs> can, of them. I can see you, Eli. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, can I close my socials, Jason? Can I just close them and not look at them? <laughs> yeah, so we have a few questions. I mean, go for it. I mean, I'm not looking at it. So, I mean, if you want to answer a few of them, feel free. Yeah, just a few because there are so many, we won't have any time. <laughs> so Claire T from YouTube asks, is APY fixed? 
yes, just as in a bank account, bank deposit, it is fixed. We want to make sure it is easy to understand for everyone, even for those who are not that used to crypto. So there are a lot of staking options with very complex formulas. We want to keep everything simple for the end user. So when you come to our website, you see the APY and you understand that this means that after a certain period of time, my tokens will become this amount of tokens. Yeah, this is going to be calculated in the UI. You know, when you're going to click like pretty much I want to stake it, you'll basically know automatically without a doubt how much token you will get when staking is over. A few more questions uh, regarding the auto compounding. Yes, for example, you stake the tokens for one month, let's say, right? So there is a fixed APY for one month, right? So you stake the tokens and after one month passes, you can withdraw the rewards and stake more and leave your tokens there as they are. And that means that you will be getting the APY for one month, for one more month. So there will be no auto-compounding. Yeah. We might consider at some point of time, but most probably not. We are not really looking at auto-compounding because auto-compounding is a bit more complex and when projects say that there is an auto-compounding for their staking, it might be a bit of a stretch, let's say so. Because mm-hmm. to calculate everything, so um, regarding the auto-compounding rewards, gas should be used because this is a smart contract, so it has to interact with the tokens. So every time there is an auto-compounding, um, the smart contract is executed, and every time it is done, you have to pay the gas. So if there's a re- in in real time compounding, it means that there's you know gas being paid all the time to top up the staked amount to get like which is almost unrealistic. Yeah, there are some workarounds. That's not our business model anyway. Yeah, I mean if if we're going down that rabbit hole and we want to develop a product, a fintech product for that, that'd be great. But this is really a one off. Thing that we're doing to stabilize, you know, the ups and downs and the swings for the next two years, and um, yeah, so I think that pretty much, unless you want to answer another like fifty questions, Eli, because I'm sure there's about fifty. Jason Foster from YouTube asks: Will rewards be claimable at any time, or will the rewards be locked as long as the contract? They will be locked as long as the contract. Once again, think of it. As a bank deposit, you cannot like put there one million dollars, and after a few months, just ask for 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 the rewards. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it needs to stay there for the agreed Full duration. duration. Exactly. So this is this, this is a contract. You know, essentially, we enter an agreement, which is you stake your token, you leave them for X amount of time, and in exchange, what we agree to give you is X amount of token. And there's no way of getting out of it. It's locked. We can't take them out. You can't take them out. And once they're unlocked, this is when you can go and, and get them. Similar as the vesting, you know, once it's in there, I mean, we can't do anything about it. Yeah, this this is one of the points I would say. So um, a lot of these fintech projects use um, a system similar to just your regular bank. So they keep like 10% of, of, of the staked tokens there and use the rest 90% because like they have some market making bots or something else. We do not do that. 
Your tokens are locked. Nobody can access them. Only you, after this staking duration, yeah, passes and you can withdraw the rewards and the initial stake tokens. So we're just going to end on uh, that subject, which obviously our team and uh, you know our community success team are out there. They can answer your question. There's going to be an extensive, you know, a, f- a few articles in our um, knowledge center that'll go through pretty much every single element of that. It's being put together as we speak, and just know that again. You know, pre-sale was beyond easy. That's our goal. You know, we want to make the end user experience something that you don't have to really sort of get a you know a course on it or to, to figure out how to interact with it. So for those who haven't you know uh, purchased embers, that's going to be super simple. Again, you go on our website, you purchase some embers. You go in the staking section on our website, which will go live, you know, in the next, you know, couple of days, couple of weeks before the next vesting schedule, and you'll be able to stake them. Super simple. Again, and if you have tokens at the moment, but they're currently vesting, and you're waiting for them to release, there's going to be a simple flow for you as well in the process of, you know, your your withdrawing those tokens and it'll be simple in the same process we'll update the uh you know the vault ui where it's going to be suggested to you if you want to stake them in one simple flow again you have to imagine it but once you get you you you'll go there it'll be super intuitive and um our objective is to make this as easy and simple as possible so yeah obviously we're going to market staking awesome so when marketing? Soon. Soon. <laughs> Before the staking is live. So Yeah, pretty much. So that was the big pretty much update today. And we're going to be ending on something that we're going to be doing more and more, which is rapid fire updates, because some of them are not worthy of you know a whole show. Uh, so I know a lot of people have been asking questions on you know the uh, the domain. Uh, so uh, ember.org, uh, just a quick update on this. Basically, uh, the purchase has gone through last week and we're now in possession of uh, the domain. We're just waiting for uh, some uh, key elements in regards to DNS and things like that to finalize. And we'll be working on a landing page. Hopefully, we can have something there shortly. I uh, can't really say when because right now, we're focusing on the buy button, as everyone know, which is Ember to be determined. We don't have a name for it uh, yet. Yeah, and Staken as well, which is a big, you know, it's a big pillar. But the buy button, we're uh, working on two approaches, uh, which one will be uh, inline, so in the page, and the other one will be a modal version. So a modal is something that when you click on it, it appears just like when you want to pay um, with Apple Pay. There's like this overlay that appears on top of the website and you have the different steps in there. So we're currently designing all the the actual flows, the steps and and the stories for uh, the different uh, uh, use cases for that. And uh, so yeah, pretty exciting stuff. Just 
a bit like if you're familiar with a, a Stripe checkout, that's very, very much similar to this. And I have a question here in regards to the buy button, which is how's the pay with wire works going on? Uh, can we expect it in January? And that's Manava. What I can say is expect it in very, very early Q1. So uh, does that mean January? Maybe. I don't know. So this is my uh, abstract answer for uh, will it be uh, available in, in uh, ready in, in January, Manava. Have some uh, updates on some other stuff, Eli? Yep. Uh, I guess it's safe to say uh, that our Google and Apple Store accounts have been approved and are ready. So... We can expect the app beta in Q1 very, very, very early. Hope you take this hint. <laughs> <laughs> Same as... Very, uh... very, very early Q1. Probably a bit more very early <laughs> than Voya. <laughs> uh, awesome. And we're about to also introduce what we call project updates. So since we're entering a phase of products and services, we want to have which has nothing to do with today at Ember, but expect to have a dedicated event or show or presentation that is heavy focused on products and services. And we expect those to happen on a quarterly basis. Uh, once we you know, are ready to uh, present more of a hands-on, we share a screen, we go in deep into those products, and yeah, so these project updates will creep up, you know, quite fast, you know. So uh, next quarter, expect one and so forth, you know, each and every quarter will have one. So that pretty much wraps up uh, today's show, Eli. So um, thanks. Oh, yeah. Thanks for joining us. I know it's always very late where you're from and I appreciate, you know, the level of energy you're, you're able to keep uh, all through the show. And Hopefully, we can have you on another show uh, in the next couple of weeks. And uh, hopefully, you enjoyed this one. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, everyone. Just a few last words, I guess, before we wrap it up. So, obviously, not all the questions were answered. But don't worry, before it's live, there will be a full-blown document, a few articles on how everything works precisely with all percentages. Like, where do you have to click how does it work? When can you withdraw everything, everything from A to Z? Perfect. Awesome. Thanks, Eli. So next week is going to be our last today at Ember for 2021. And hopefully we'll be able to give you some nice news before end of the year. But expect the show to come back on the 6th of January. And we will be having Andrew on the show. Also, Rob will be back. And I'm kicking off the year in the British Virgin Islands. So I will be once again, hopefully with a better network connection, coming to you live from our new headquarter over there. And uh, see you guys next week. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>